Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment mentor and coach to women all over the world, a TEDx speaker. I've traveled to 30 countries. Most of them I traveled alone, backpacking or teaching English and actually living and submersing in these other cultures. And all of that started because of some very painful experiences. Grief, losing someone in my family, um, toxic relationships and learning about the narcissistic and empath bond (laughs) Um, and being in a job that I was so burnt out. I was losing hair. I was so stressed out. I was so stressed out, so overworked, so filled with high functioning anxiety. I didn't know it was called anxiety. I just felt stressed out and so many health issues were happening and I knew I needed to make a change. And so, you know, that was eight years ago. And now today where I am uh, approaching new relationships, having my own business, like I feel like I've completely transformed my life from what it was to what it is right now. And so this episode, we're going to talk about um, how to have healthy relationships after you've gone through toxic relationships, when you've gone through emotionally or mentally um, abusive relationships. And, you know, for physical, I'm not going to speak much into that because I haven't had a lot of firsthand experience with that. But with mental and emotional abuse. I have had first uh, hand experience with that. And now eight years later in a healthy relationship with open communication and mutual respect, there was a lot of trauma responses that I had to look at within myself that were old stories replaying about this new person. Um, and so I think it's really important to give yourself time to heal after being in those relationships. And so for anyone that's still, if you have to question if it's mental or verbal abuse, then it probably is. I'm just putting that out there. And a lot of it comes down to what we are willing to tolerate and what we are willing to not tolerate. And I read the book, The Mastery of Love, and I highly recommend it for anyone on a self-love journey. It is such an incredible book. It's by the author Don Miguel Ruiz. He also wrote The Four Agreements, and that book has been gaining a lot of popularity lately, so you probably have heard of it. If you haven't, both those books are amazing. So in The Mastery of Love, he talks about how we have a threshold. Um, There's a threshold of like, we will stay with people as long as they treat us worse than we treat ourselves, or as long as they don't treat us worse than they treat ourselves. So for example, if you have, well, if you're really critical of yourself, you beat yourself up all the time, you're really hard on yourself, you will attract a relationship with someone who's really hard on themselves, thus really hard on you. But the moment that they treat you worse than you treat yourself, you'll walk away. But as long as they stay under that threshold of like, they treat you like shit, but then they love on you and then they treat you like shit and love on you, but they don't treat you as worse as you treat yourself, you stay. And when I first heard that, it was such a like mind fuck for me, lack of better words, because I didn't realize how critical I was of myself because in my mind, I'm like, there's no way I treat myself as bad as he treated me. But in a way I did, in a way I couldn't see by dismissing my own thoughts and emotions and opinions as invalid, by staying quiet because I didn't want to cause any conflict and I wanted just everyone to be happy and at peace and I, and, and fearful of people leaving me, fearful of not being enough and that being proof that I'm not lovable if they leave, even though it'd be me walking away, you know? So it was a big aha moment to realize that. And kind of looking and going through my own self-forgiveness practices that has 
been a continuation over the past eight years of learning how to love and forgive that version of me that I was, and also love and forgive that version of him of who he was. That X is not in my life and never will be, you know, but the memory of him is very much alive and different um, emotions get stored into the body and they can reactivate and you can feel as though you're in that same situation, even if mentally and logically, you know that you're not. And so this is how like getting triggered or having a trauma response to something um, manifests into our life. And so I didn't date anyone for a long time. And so currently I'm in my longest relationship I've had ever in my life, actually. Um, Currently, right now, August 2021, it's been eight months dating this man. And I'm just going to share some things that I've learned about myself that I think might support you in creating healthy relationships um, romantically. So with the narcissistic relationship, if I were to bring something up that was bothering me, it would get manipulated, twist, turned inside out, and then put back on me as if it was my fault. And I wasn't aware of the manipulation that was happening because my goal was to just understand and connect and, you know, fix things. And so I constantly had someone putting it back on me, leaving me feeling confused and isolated. And so what that created was a lack of trust within myself. Um, I didn't trust myself to see through the bullshit because I felt like I had been tricked so many times. And so, you know, there's been a long process of healing that and trusting my voice and standing up for myself like, fuck, man, I've created a whole business out of teaching other people how to do it because it was such a massive part of my journey of like how to trust ourselves. Because when we trust ourselves, we can speak our mind, we can speak our truth, we can go after our dreams, we can create healthy relationships, we can communicate, you know, self-trust is everything. And then also trusting in the universe that it's conspiring in our favor and responding to our thoughts, not necessarily this entity that's against us or trying to punish us or anything like that. So um, being in a healthy relationship when there's something that bothers me, having trust within myself to discern if I'm being manipulated, but more than anything, being able to say, this is what I'm feeling and trusting in the relationship I'm currently in because I am dating an empathetic man. I'm dating someone who wants to understand, wants to create closer to connection with me. And I'm able to go into that conversation of saying what my needs are or what things I'm upset about. And then trusting because whenever we have trust with ourselves, we can trust our environment. We can trust that we'll have discernment to support herself the best that we can. And I've really been learning how to communicate my needs and then trust that they will be received and giving clear things that I like or want or need and changes or, you know, different things that, um, actions have created this outcome for me and this emotion for me. And it's really a personal journey to decipher what's actually true within this experience. And what is a story that I'm projecting based off of my past experiences like maybe hit the back the back button on that for 15 seconds to hear that again is it the story that is true or is you projecting the story of the past onto this person I've had to catch myself with that. There's been times where all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, should I attract a similar person? When it's like, no, not at all. I just am having a trauma response of feeling fear of speaking my mind out of fear of being manipulated. For anyone that's been manipulated in the past, it's such a mind fuck because it's like, how did it happen? Um, but trusting in your journey. And there were certain people that like I dated between that 
narcissistic relationship and now this healthy relationship where it was like the pendulum swing of like dating someone super controlling and then all of a sudden attracting someone that was like zero control in the sense of like wishy-washy go with the flow of free spirit but on the inverted side of that is like disconnected from their masculine energy not decisive not committed doesn't fall through so i feel like the person that i've attracted into my life now has that balance you know are there challenges heck yeah because he's his own person and i'm my own person but the commitment to speaking my mind and then trusting in in the process of seeing changes that are made is incredible and so something that i noticed was so hard for me was um just communicating how I felt without having a resolution for it of like, you need to know how I'm feeling because if I don't share this with you, I'm going to feel like I'm hiding something from you and I don't want to build resentment. And so making it very clear and having this open communication with each other of like, we are here to build a healthy relationship with each other. And so we need to share openly about how each other are feeling based off of the actions of each other. Um, and so I got this advice that I really liked is if it's still bothering you 24 hours later, you need to say something within 48 hours. And for me, it takes me a while to fully process my emotions of what I'm actually feeling and work through, okay, what is, what am I making about myself? And then what is actually things that I can bring up in a conversation and like gather my thoughts. It's almost like my emotions come in like a tidal wave and I need like a moment to dry off <laughs> before I'm ready to talk about it. And um, I used to have this story around like, oh, well, you don't talk about it now. You've missed your chance. And that's just not true at all. You know, something that me and my boyfriend really work on is like, hey, you know, later tonight, I want to talk about, you know, something that happened the night before or whatever. Like we tell each other, hey, this is something that I want to revisit and talk about. And we've both had conversations and kind of a perspective of, you know, you have your relationship that gets to be nurtured. I have my relationship with myself that gets to be nurtured. And then we have this third relationship, which is each other that gets to be nurtured and having this open communication with each other. And here's the thing is if you open up to your partner and he responds out of anger or shuts down or manipulates, that's information for you that a change needs to be made and looking at, you know, does this person have respect for me? Do, am I having respect for me? Um, but if that, if your partner is grounded and listens and is open, like it's natural for us to get defensive if someone's trying to say, hey, you know, this action you're doing is causing hurt in my life and this is why. It's natural to get defensive, but like I think how a man responds to your emotional needs tells a lot about his character. And so I had fear of opening up, but each time I've opened up, there's been a deeper level of intimacy that's been created. And, you know, I kind of look at the perspective of it's me and him against the problem. It's not me and him against each other. And so being able to understand what you're feeling and, ex and express that without, you know, being like, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. And it's like, okay, well, do you believe that he's that fragile? You know, is this the truth for you? Are you trying to be mean or is your intention for sharing this because you think that that's a block that is blocking intimacy? And that's what I, I, that's what we kind of talk about in our discussions of, of when we need to have a kind of a serious talk that the goal of this is to create deeper intimacy. 
The goal is not to shame each other, put each other down. There is no name calling whatsoever. It's a calm, grounded conversation because we've both given each other the space we need to process and reflect and look at our role in it. You know, and something both of us do is we ask, like, we kind of do reflection questions of like, okay, if the roles were reversed, how would I feel? And it's such a beautiful um, little thought uh, to play with with creating empathy of, you know, if the roles were reversed, how would I feel? If this wasn't me, but it was, I was in their shoes, would I be upset? And being able to acknowledge and apologize with each other um, is so powerful, you know? And so I guess a part of this podcast episode is just letting you know that a healthy relationship is possible and it needs to start with having a healthy relationship with yourself because I wouldn't be able to um, have a healthy relationship with my partner if I didn't know how to regulate my own emotions, if I didn't know how to cultivate my own sense of trust and sense of identity apart from him. Because if we lose ourselves after a relationship, that means we hadn't fully found and embraced who we are on our own. And that I think is one of the most important things we can ever do for ourselves. of like, who, who am I? What do I stand for? Who am I without the reflection of everything else that I know? And that's why traveling was so impactful for me because it was like, who am I when there's no one around me that looks like me, talks like me, has had the same, you know, hometown experience as me? Who am I when I am away from everything I know to be familiar? That contrast is really beautiful. Like even anytime we go to do something new, it's creating these new neural pathways in our brain, these new experiences, these new beliefs, these new insights, right? Um, And so creating that relationship with yourself first while being in a relationship is a beautiful thing. You don't have to have everything healed or figured out in order to be in a relationship, but honoring all three of those relationships when you are. The relationship between you and you, the relationship between your partner and themselves, right? Their self-love, and then the relationship with you three together, um, or with you three, <laughs> maybe if God's included, with you two together. Because um, when you look at it that way, it's a lot easier to be open to relationships because the whole idea of you needing to sacrifice a part of yourself or lose a part of yourself is now removed because in part of having that healthy relationship is you never losing who you are, your identity, your strengths, your insights, your opinions, your perspectives, never ever lose sight of that. Trust yourself and give yourself permission to communicate it openly, clearly, and with love, okay? So I'm Kelsey Lowe. You're listening to Joyfully You Podcast. If you like this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, and tag me at Kelsey Lowe Show. Okay, I'd love to meet you if you haven't introduced yourself yet. All right, guys. Well, that is it for this episode. Um, Again, I'm Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode.